0: The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. On News Talk.
1: Green Scene. On The Pat Kenny Show. With AIB. Working alongside Irish communities towards a low carbon future.
0: We pledge to do more. Now in the green scene precision crop planting using robots but first the 11 million kilos of e-waste we generate in this country every year. We're joined by Dr Ruth Freeman Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Ruth, good morning. Good morning Pat. So that's a mountain it of e-waste. It is
1: a huge mountain and people might have heard about it in the news last week because it was kind of International E-Waste Day on Monday to highlight this issue and it's a huge amount. It's millions and millions of cables and phones and broken lights and all of these things that we know we all have cluttering up our houses and it's easy to understand why particularly things like phones if they have data on them you can be a bit concerned about just throwing them away yeah. but but it really is an important issue for us to start to think about and address because these things are chock full of of important precious metals and components that if we recycle them, they can help us to kind of create this circular economy. And at the moment, about 60% of us are not doing that. So
0: no, 60% of us may have stuff in the drawer. It's not that we've thrown it into the black bin and it goes into... Uh, you know, the, the incinerator. Uh, and if it does, are those metals not retrieved at the end they of the day? They
1: could be. Actually, what happens is that the other big place it ends up, it's either in the drawer or it ends up in landfill. That's the problem. And that's the problem. And in fact, it amazed me that in some studies it shows that if you look at kind of younger people 40% of them throw their phones in the bin when they're finished with them so they are going into landfill mm. um, and that that's becoming a big issue as well but I think the good news is that this is working really well this waste stream in Ireland so we in the last 20 years um, you know through the, the WE program WEEE people will see that all over the place where you can drop things off in lots of different places they've recycled nearly 200 million waste items in a, just over 20 years so that's a huge amount per year and the amount of metal they've got back from those items equates to 69 Eiffel Towers. So I think it's really important when you're thinking about recycling. Sometimes you wonder where does yeah. it go? Does it really get recycled? And that's just Ireland. That's just Ireland. So there's a huge amount of capacity here. And, and of course, this has all been driven by the fact that we, we are buying a lot more cheap tech. Um, We don't have studies for exact numbers in, in Ireland but in the UK last year half a billion items of cheap tech. So that's like disposable vapes, cables, LED lights that don't end up working, all those kind of cheap things that you might buy. And of those 500 million Oh four hundred and seventy million just got thrown away. So that just tells you really they're nearly all disposable. Um so we need to start thinking about disposable y- tech.
0: Yeah. And and um in various places they've different ideas. The Greater Cambridge Shared Waste Service have done what?
1: So this was a really clever and simple idea in municipal waste so you know sometimes if you're dropping off a lot of waste you might bring it to your local county council they put in bright pink bins I mean these things are barbie pink and they are for electrical goods and of course they're open sometimes when shops aren't open yeah. and you might not be able to access another point that had a huge impact So they're for
0: small items because you don't want someone bringing their, their washing machine. organic waste and shoving it into the pink bin No,
1: no, no but but this, work, this has worked really well it's had a huge increase in people actually getting stuff out of the drawer and in so alongside trying to keep things going for longer being more sustainable, cutting down packaging, all the things we know we need, just making it easier for people to get the stuff out of the drawer and into the recycling streams is
0: important. Now the other thing is the right to repair uh, and even when you have the right to repair and you go to Apple and they say, well yes we can gift you a new screen, it costs half the price of the phone.
1: Yeah, and, and this there's new legislation coming in through the EU that's going to try and address some of those issues. So people will have seen it with the charging port now, that the mm-hmm. new iPhones they don't have the special Apple cable, they have the generic USB-C cable. So over the next two years the EU is going to look at all of those challenges for consumers in repairing things and hopefully we'll see even more legislation so exactly what you said doesn't happen. It's, it's a reasonable proposition to repair.
0: Now, farming with robots.
1: I know, Pat. We've had driverless cars now. We have driverless tractors and driverless combine harvesters. And and this is to try and enable sort of precision planting and harvesting. And and anyone that's walked around in the countryside will see fields that kind of look like stripes. And that's because something called strip cropping. And it can work very well to plant different crops beside each other. But it is quite labour intensive to do that. And it can be quite difficult to harvest and treat the crops. So, So researchers in the UK have now developed A robot which will essentially go along and plant a two meter drill of plants. And it also has a combine harvester piece in it so it can harvest those
0: plants. And this is. So, what do you have? Lettuce, uh, a column of lettuce, and then a column of asparagus or whatever.
1: What they did here was they used beans and wheat and barley in intermittent strips, and, and there, was, there was reasons for doing this. Um, so beans actually draw nitrogen into the soil. So if you plant sort of strat rows of beans between, sweet and, between wheat and barley, you don't have to put as much nitrogen fertilizer on those plants. The other thing is by pl- planting quite pre- precise rows of plants of differing heights. You actually enable plants to get more light uh, and therefore, you know, they, they may grow more successfully and they certainly found now, that. But they
0: won't all ripen at the same time. So how they, do they They won't,
1: that? but because the, 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 the harvesting is also robotic, it's quite easy to send out the robot just to harvest one strip. It, it's not expensive to do. So, so, so
0: this d- is like your robotic lawnmower. Effectively,
1: Exactly. You know, that it'll
0: find its way around your garden. It uses GPS
1: and the driverless technologies. They've only done half a hectare and and they did have some some challenges with weeds. But on the pest side, they actually found, because these, you know, it's labour intensive for a farmer to do this. That's why they generally do a whole field of these things. But you could imagine there could be a strip that's left with biodiversity in the middle of a field more easily. And also a lot of pests will try to sniff out a particular crop that they like to eat. And actually by having crops growing in these narrower strips, it sort of confuses the pests because maybe they can't identify such, you know, a big field of of rape or wheat is probably going to give off a very distinctive smell that will attract a lot of insects. So, you know, again, you you might see, you know, a
0: positive effect there. So So how far away is this? I mean, if they've only done half a hectare.
1: They've only done half a hectare. They've only done these summer plants. So they're next going to do sort of some winter crops to see how this works for kind of root vegetables and things that grow in a different way. But certainly, if you look at the advances in, in kind of dry. Driverless technology and robotics, um, it certainly seems like a way to improve our plant production. And, you know, that might be something we want to do here in Ireland as we we grow more plants.
0: One of the texts, if smart devices were easier to repair and software upgrade, like old-fashioned computers used to be, we wouldn't need to replace them so often. Indeed. Uh, Anyway, Ruth, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Dr Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland.